Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Hola, bonjour, annyeonghaseyo, konnichiwa. Welcome to the Five Week Language Show. This week I wanted to talk about moving through the intermediate range or the B range. So as a quick review, I've put down below the path to fluency. And it's really just a graphic that was made from some notes I did when I was training in language proficiency rating some years ago. And it only deals with the Common European Framework for Reference, A, B, and C, or the Actful Novice, Intermediate, and Advanced. So I'm very partial to the Actful range, not just because I'm American, but rather um, I think they do a really good job of, of getting, of really, really, really distinguishing these different levels. And I think it's really helpful for people in learning how to assess themselves. And in my case, I'm a language teacher. So being able to assess my students to be able to help move them forward, it, it's, it, it makes that the path much clearer. Last week, we talked about going from novice a, from, from not knowing anything to being able to make your own sentences. And this week I wanted to talk about starting at that level and going up to the paragraph level and how to do it. So with, with that novice A level, you can move through that really pretty quickly. And it takes probably, I would say, about twice as long to move through the level where you're kind of making your own sentences and you're, you're, you're working up to paragraph level. But this is actually a super fun level because you, know, you're, you, you run into lots of frustration still and, and this is where you can make the really, the really crazy misunderstandings and that you'll laugh about for years if you don't cry at first. Um, you can start really expressing yourself. You start really making connections. Um, so it's a, so while it takes twice as long to move through this level, it's actually super rewarding. So what this level looks like at the beginning is choppy sentences that, that as a learner, you can make choppy sentences. When you've moved through this level, you're speaking in paragraphs, not eloquent, refined, polished paragraphs. You're making, still making a lot of grammatical mistakes. You're speaking two and three sentences at a time. So I wanted to share with you some of my very favorite ways to move through this intermediate level B. The, and it, it, as I said, it's super fun. So some of the ways to move through this level I would say definitely lots and lots and lots of input. I have a really, really non-scientific rule of thumb. I, I have two ears 
and one mouth. I have two eyes and one brain. I like to listen and read twice as much as I speak or write. And I think it's really important at this level. I'm, I know plenty of people disagree with me on this. But at the end of the day, all of the grammar, vocabulary that you need to become a fluent speaker, which a lot of people consider sort of intermediate high, that B2 level, you're going to get from listening. And, and just as importantly, working in authentic materials and with, with people from the target language culture is absolutely critical for you to be able to do that because languages isn't just a question of interacting with people with the words, it's with their culture. It's understanding the products, practices, and perspectives. Actful put it beautifully. So you really want everything to be based, the base of your studies to be in target language input. So some of my very favorite target language inputs are the same for the for my intermediate studies, B studies, as they are for A studies. The very first one would be Yabla. I absolutely love Yabla. I'm not going to talk about it too much. I'm a proud affiliate. They're friends. Um, I think they've done something amazing. They've made real culture accessible for learners. And they have, I think, six different languages. Um, but if they don't, and they've got games and it makes flashcards and, and it is a really powerful way to learn. And, um, again, bringing that culture to you, if you don't have access to that, I would definitely say spend some time on Netflix, right? Netflix for language learning, a really powerful tool. It's not specifically made for language learners like Yabla is, so it's not as powerful, but it it, it definitely works and it, and it has access to, there's access to more languages than, than just the six on Yabla. The next tool that I wanna talk about is YouTube. It's the largest search engine in the world. And whatever language you're learning, there are grammar tutorials, et cetera. There's things specifically for language learners in all different kinds of languages, but you, most importantly, or more importantly, there's content from the world that you want to access. So think cooking tutorials if you're learning French or any language for that matter. There's TV programs, there's documentaries, there's telenovelas, there's, you name it, there's exercise videos. Get on there, right? So you want a lot of that input. Another place that I would say to get input is reading. Read, 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 read. I've talked about this. I talk about this repeatedly because it works. Read. Read like crazy in the target language. But I think one of the challenges is actually getting your hands on target language, good target language reading. And this is, I love Readlang. It's a, it's a, Chrome extension and it 
you sign up and you let it know what languages you're learning and they have a sort of free and a premium and it makes flashcards, et cetera. And I like some of the tools that it uses to help you read. But the thing that I really love the, the most about it is the, the tools, the, the content that it, it gives you. It gives you authentic newspapers and magazines, right? Which is going to bring you to even more of that content. So, so definitely... I spend a lot of time there, right, in that input. And what's really great about it is that it works. It's a really simple way to get grammar and vocabulary. Um, the American Council on the Teaching of Foreign Languages talks a lot about the different modes of communication. I think they've put it really beautifully. They talk about um, we have the interpretive mode, so learning you know, learning through listening and reading. There's the presentational mode where you're speaking. You're one person is speaking. And then there's the interpersonal mode where you're going back and forth. So, so just because you're not speaking does not mean that you're not learning. So, so spending that time in input in the language is really powerful and it works. However, to really accelerate that process, you need to have some output. So some of the other ways that I, I spend my time at the B level in particular is I really try to take advantage of speaking to myself. I get my phone and once a week I, I talk. It's silly. I, I'm, I've shared them in some other blog posts. The content is not important. I make lots of mistakes. But the point is when you're talking, not only are you getting more comfortable with talking, you're working through a lot of those mistakes and that's what you need to do to get to the good stuff. And it really helps if A, you're too shy to speak to a native speaker and B, you know, you don't necessarily have time to book a lesson with a native speaker a few times a week. Maybe you're only doing that, you know, four times a month. Maybe your schedule just doesn't permit that. This is still speaking practice. The next thing is italki. And I think there's other sites out there. And to be honest with you, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's lots of other great alternatives out there. I love italki because it's going to connect you with native speakers. And all of that input you're getting from these native speakers, you're going to understand. That's going to become your output. That's, that will eventually become your output. So as you're trying to work through things and you're trying to work through your gaps, you will be doing lots and lots and lots of problem solving. And you'll figure out, oh, I need to know this. I need to know that. It's really the quick way to accelerate your progress. And Benny Lewis loves working with italki and he does it early on that this is a huge secret so you want to get through there fast do italki some of the things that i've done through the intermediate level have been to read personality quizzes in french i've done daily italki lessons um instead of going to italy last summer because of the pandemic i've done my spring cleaning while I've listened to audiobooks. There's lots and lots of possibilities, but my rule of thumb to go from the beginning of the intermediate level or B level 
to the end, to that B2 intermediate high level, is to listen and read twice as much as you speak and write. And one last thing, another way to to, to do some uh, writing is get a notebook, give yourself a topic and set a timer and write and find out what your gaps are. See, watch yourself write paragraphs and then note what you need to learn and then you go back and look it up. And keep track of your, your notebook pages. It's amazing. It's a really quick way to learn. And it, it's, it's free. And you can do it anywhere as long as you can write. So next week, we're going to talk about developing advanced level language. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the 5-Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here. And visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.